Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. And welcome to this week's edition of Utah Weekly Forum. I'm your host, Rebecca Cressman. And today, instead of talking basketball, we're going to be talking golf, but there's a connection between them. That's because joining us in studio today, we have former BYU head coach, Dave Rose. Dave, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks, Rebecca. It's great to be here. And I also have, I don't know whether or not you played any basketball in your days, Guy or Roche. Did you? I did in high school. Uh, Point guard? Yeah, but coach tried to recruit me two years ago. (laughs) But I do hear you're award-winning runner still, and, oh, and I appreciate yes, so what much. you do. He has another title, though, which is the committee chairman of the Utah County Huntsman Ambassadors. We're going to talk a little bit about this connection of sports and Coach Rose and Guy Roche and Huntsman Cancer. Many of you know that I am battling breast cancer, and many of you know family members who fought fight cancer or fought cancer, and there's very few things like that, okay? But this is something that has been a reality for Coach Dave Rose since 2008, right? You were originally diagnosed in that year. Yeah, and it was uh, it was a, a surprise, like it is with everybody. It came right out of, you know, the blue, and uh, and once that happens and, and the doctor comes in and tells you that the results are back and that you have cancer, it changes everything. It changes uh relationships it changes the daily schedule it changes your goals but uh the one thing that it gives you is a real sense of uh community a sense of support and people help you and nobody has been more influential in in helping me through this process uh than my family and Huntsman Cancer Institute and that's why we've put this golf tournament together to try and raise money and help them continue to uh to, to just, you know, fight this disease. Which is a perfect time for me to bring in Guy. Because the first time I walked through Huntsman, my husband was with me. And he said, I've never seen this kind of treatment before. Everybody is so gentle and kind and encouraging. And that made him feel good. You had your own personal experience with your beautiful wife, Josie. And I'm very sorry that she passed away up from breast cancer. But tell us a bit about why you are where you're at now and why you decided to form the golf tourney to eradicate cancer. Rebecca, that's a great question because, you know, our life's journey takes takes us down different paths. And in 1994, she was diagnosed with breast cancer and was treated in Iowa for those 14 years, and we thought she was cured. Uh, and sep- in September of uh, 2008, we were in Colorado and found out that it had metastasized, and she was terminally ill. The doctor there told us of Dr. Sondra Byes at Huntsman Cancer Institute and said she's one of the best in the world. 
I immediately called my, my company and said, I'm taking a leave of absence and we're going to Salt Lake. One week later, uh, she started her treatment. Uh, as a terminal patient, she had a two-year prognosis. But Dr. Byes promised her that she could manage her cancer to the best she could, or she would manage her cancer, and that she would work on quality of life issues with her. Uh, those two years became six years for us. And uh, I was with her for the six years, 24-7. Uh, I was dedicated to giving her the best possible cancer treatment in the world. And we found that at Huntsman Cancer Institute. That is something that, Dave, right before we started the interview, we both acknowledged. Thank you uh, for sharing that, by the way, Guy. Um, and we'll come back to to Huntsman and your personal experience in a bit. But one of the things that before the interview began is how lucky are we to have and live in a community that has Huntsman Cancer Institute? Yeah, it was uh, for me, uh, I actually got sick in, in, uh, in, in the, on a plane flying from Orange County to Las Vegas. And so um, my initial care was in Las Vegas at the hospital, Spring Valley Hospital there. And as soon as the diagnosis came through that, you know, it was cancer and it was pancreatic cancer, we immediately began trying to find a way that we could get me from Las Vegas to Salt Lake City. And uh, I think that uh, I'm so grateful for the president of the university, uh, Cecil Samuelson at the time, uh, who actually uh, made that happen. And uh, after seven days in the hospital in Vegas, we moved up here and... um, and, and, you know, my story is so unique. I, we got great news in the fact that uh, the type of tumor that I had was uh, really uncommon and is a, a neuroendocrine tumor, which prognosis is so much different. And so uh, for me, I'm, uh, I've am i got a, uh, another uh, MRI scheduled in, in April, and that'll be my 22nd MRI. And you know, you think, oh my gosh, how many times can you slide yourself in that little tube? But uh, and meditate. Yeah, but for me, uh, every one means I get six more months to, to be around. So it's been great. Neuroendocrine um, cancer. So can just a little bit more on that. So we know it as pancreatic cancer. You have a form of pancreatic cancer that's neuroendocrine. Yeah, and the, the tumor. The tumor, uh, you know, began on my pancreas, and so when they went in and and actually found it, uh, it was about the size of my fist uh, in my abdomen, and it was removed, and it looked so uh, foreign uh, to the doctor who removed it that he told my wife, he said, it doesn't look like anything I've seen before. And so, um, you know, we thought maybe we caught a break there and that it wasn't cancer, but then when uh, it came back a few days later and uh, that it was a pancreatic tumor, you know, we Cheryl and I looked at each other and just thought, I guess we know five people who have been diagnosed with pancreatic cancer and all five of them had passed away. And so we knew what we, that it was a, a tough An aggressive, situation. aggressive, yes. Yeah, that, that's one of the, you know, one of the, the well, all cancers are, are really tough to battle, but pancreatic cancer is one of the toughest. And it so is. we knew we were in for quite a battle, but uh, the, uh, you know, the doctors at, uh, at Huntsman, were, were, they were so prepared for me. And that's what leads me to what we're doing now is that I just want to help prepare these doctors for the next guy, maybe five years from now. And so that they're ready. And when that, 
you know, person comes in and there's a maybe a strange looking tumor that's removed that everyone knows what it is. Mm-hmm. And from the day I walked into, I didn't walk in, they wheeled me into uh, to Huntsman. Um, we, we got, uh, you know, just uh, such professional care, but such personal care where, you know, there were six or seven different um, you know, doctors in the room when they talked to us about uh, my prognosis and uh, felt like every one of them really cared uh, about how they could help me, you know, and help Cheryl. Mm. I appreciate that. Thank you so much for sharing that. And as you did it, I was envisioning the hospital. On the left side, we have the Huntsman Cancer Hospital where we walk through the doors for our treatments. And then uh, and there's there's a few other campuses, by the way. I should, you know, give yeah. note the Sugar House and yeah. there's, I believe, South Jordan. And we have Huntsman there and we have a little satellite as part of Intermountain Healthcare in, in Utah Valley. But as you look at the Salt Lake downtown location or Research Park area, on the left is a hospital. On the right is a Huntsman Cancer Institute. And as you said... They were ready for you. That's because on the right side of that HCI, there are researchers looking, pathologists, professors. They're trying to figure out all the different types of cancers and the best type of treatments uh, in order to have someone like Coach Dave Rose walk through the door. And and so both both seeing both things, research and treatment, uh, go hand in hand. But that's why to me, there's so much power at Huntsman Cancer Institute and, and the hospital. Guy, the golf tournament is coming up May 18th. Is it the Alpine Country Club? That's correct. All right. And it's called Golf to Eradicate Cancer. But actually, it's been renamed for the last few years as the Dave and Cheryl uh, Classic. Dave and Cheryl Rose Classic. Yes. Yes. And and so you, as I'm going to come back again for just a bit because um, I want people to understand this. You were talking about losing your beautiful wife, Josie, and she had extra time because of the fantastic treatment she received. Yes. But then you decided at that point... I need to do something. So talk to me about about the next step to the golf tourney. Yeah, Josie passed away in September 2014. And in December of 2014, I met with Dr. Byes. You know, Dr. Byes and Lisa Gauthier were my two best friends outside of Josie because we spent so much time with them during that six-year period. And Dr. Byes advised me I should start doing something besides nothing, you know, because it was – and so I was – I was trying to to uh, work through the aloneness that had permeated my soul and to find out who I was and what, you know, where was life going to take me? And I had a thought of doing a small golf tournament uh, to pay back. Uh, my original goal was $5,000. And when we say small, get ready for this number. And the very at first the, golf at tournament race. The very race. first golf tournament, Coach Rose came as my legends foursome for that for that first event, and we raised over one hundred thousand dollars. It was amazing. It's what we call a slam dunk. Yes. <laughs> and the Huntsman said, Huntsman Cancer Foundation, who I had never met anyone there until they invited me to attend their gala after Josie passed away. I read John's book, and at, at age 76, I knew there was going to be a change in my life for the better and that I could do something. I didn't know where it would take us, but I just had a a passion and a commitment, and um, it grew from there. Um, 
It took us 15 months to organize the first event. I had five volunteer committee members that joined me. Uh, John Damon is, was a former BYU golfer, and when I met him, it had been 22 days since he had lost his wife. And he said, Guy, I've been praying every day to find something I could do to give back to the Huntsman Cancer Institute for the treatment that they gave his wife, uh, uh, Kristen. She was 42 years old with two teenage children and died of colon cancer. And uh, from there we went forward. Uh, It started really with a $350 donation by Friends of Josie's to the Huntsman Cancer Foundation. They called me and said, you should come down and fill out this brick paver uh, motto or the slogan you want to use for Josie. And I went down there. And, and this is a path called the Walk of Hope yes, that lines yes. the, at the perimeter of the hospital. So it's yes. a beautiful thing that as you walk outside, you see the paths of, are the bricks with the names and tributes to people who are honored. Uh-huh. And so today, at the end of our fifth year, we will have contributed over $500,000 to the Huntsman Cancer Institute primarily going to the Primary Children's and Families Cancer Research Center. But now, in our fifth year, we'll start to focus on other areas that uh, they have need for at the, at the Huntsman. Uh, there is Phase 5, which is under development right now, with the Catherine uh, uh, Kirk uh, Center for... The wim- yeah, the Women's Cancer Center. Yeah. I was there for the groundbreaking. And they will be... Mm-hmm. Uh, Completed in 2022, so we have reset our our target to have over $1 million donated by 2022. It's stunning. It's amazing. And and, and Guy, uh, when when you talk about uh, his experience and just listen to him, you know, talk straight from his heart, but I still remember the, the first day he came into my office, and I had never met him, and I listened to his story, and I was... I mean, so touched from uh, uh, just the point that he's he's lost his wife and now he's going to do something and ask for a little bit of help. And I don't know what kind of help I could give him because I'm not a very good golfer. And, uh, you know, I've, I, everything I've ever done is, is on the basketball court. But he recruited me and uh, and then we recruited Cheryl. And, you know, between the three of us, we've kind of gone the last couple of years and uh, had a great event and it's a wonderful day. And I just encourage anybody who has, uh, you know, some time on Monday, May the 18th to come out and, and, and join us. And it's amazing how many of the foursomes that golf that day will tell you their story of cancer, of their mother or their father or an aunt or an employee, you know, from a lot of businesses that, that participate. And, uh, it's uh, it's amazing. We walk out of there around three thirty or four o'clock, and and uh, and our heart is is you know full of uh, emotion from you know listening to so many people and what they're trying to do to to help you know 
battle and eradicate this disease. Mm -hmm. And and I should share the webpage for registration and donations. It's golftoeradicatecancer.org. It's a big word. You're not going to forget eradicate, okay? So (laughs) golftoeradicate.org. And I do have a little tear coming down my cheek because it is an emotional thing. But you know what does lift us up is when we see other people taking a swing to help. And, 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 and that's why these events are so powerful as you see people step in and say, not only was my, t- my life touched by this, but my, I care. I care enough to, to help out with this. And that money is going directly to this is Guy. He, he's an individual whose life was touched by cancer. He moves to Utah. He has no Utah ties. And the next thing you know, he's knocking on the most winning coach (laughs) in BYU's history and saying, we should do this together. And he's knocking on the doors. So I've never hit a hole in one, not even on miniature golf, but I understand that there are cars that people will win with hole in ones. I mean, this is a big golf tournament that has some big prizes. Yes. And thanks to Doug Smith, who has donated two, two different automobiles for the, hole-in-one contest along with Murdoch uh, Hyundai, who will donate a, uh, a Genesis for the hole-in-one contest. Have you ever hit a hole-in-one, by the no. way? No. In fact, I'm not much of a golfer either. And so as I began to to lay out the plan for our event, I thought of the Masters, and I said, we have to have an opening ceremony just like the Masters, and we have to have our big four and that was Coach, and it was Ty Detmer, and it was the governor. The governor, Governor Herbert, has been there each year in support of our event. Terrific. And then the Last coach, year, he actually golfed all, all yes, the whole day. Yes, was, How was yes. he as a golfer, by the way, off he's, the record? He's, he's actually pretty good <laughs> under pressure because that first tee shot, he, he comes through almost every year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it, the ceremony is important, and I don't want to jump the gum. Do we have a confirmation that the assistant – coach for BYU women's basketball may be there at the opening ceremony? You know, um, or did I just invite Melanie, her on the radio? Melanie radio? Day, yeah, yeah, Melanie Day. I've, I'm going to reach out to okay. her. You know, we honored her each year. Uh, I met her through a, a newspaper article and, and reached out to her just the way you and I met. And she came and uh, you know, she is sort of story there parallels Josie. She came back from California to have treatment at the Huntsman, and uh, she was terminally ill. And five years ago, she had a bucket list, and that's what Coach helped her helped her uh, go to the Duke uh, North Carolina basketball game. That was part of. There's some great list. photos of her yeah. being right there on well, the bench. Well, you know, she played uh, at BYU, and my daughter Chanel was actually a teammate of hers, and so that's. Kind of the connection. That's uh, why you could make that makes happen. It such a, a small world, but uh, you know, I remember quite a few years ago, she had just gone through uh, some real heavy, serious treatment, and she was pregnant at the time. And uh, we had flown to Portland for a day to celebrate Christmas with my family. Not Portland to Spokane. That's where uh, Chanel was living at the time, and Melanie was there in Spokane, and she invited her and her husband to come over to um, to her place for Christmas Eve. And that's when I saw her, and, oh, what a, what a, a just, just fighting. I mean, when you see 
those cancer patients who are right in the middle of their treatment and they're fighting and they're trying to just hang on to mainly hope. It's, it, it's a hope, but, but what you really feel is you feel the, the, the boost from people who care and want to help you. And I think that's what, um, these, you know, these golf tournaments and, you know, the fundraisers that we do is that not only do, does it raise money to help the researchers, but it really helps the patients to have an, uh, a, a real support system to feel so many people that care and that makes you stronger and it helps you in your battle. It's the truth and, and not to insert too much, but you know, right after my diagnosis, Secretly, a hundred neighbors and friends from across the country bought shirts printed with Team Rebecca and gathered together and took photos. And And I received one of these photos before I even knew this was happening. And there on the lawn were over a hundred people in pink for me. And then my neighborhood planned a barbecue and even more people came because people want to help. And I share that because you wonder, what can I do to help? You can give. That's one thing you can do. And it's not um, its not just a drop in a bucket. Every donation, every registration for events like this goes directly to help cancer patients, either through treatment or research or outreach. So it's golftoeradicatecancer.org for the golf tourney. Yes. It, you know, it's actually a corporate event. And so I knew no one at the corporate level at, with any company. And so... I knocked on many doors, and today, 16 of our 20-plus sponsors are what we call charter sponsors. They've come back each year, and they've increased their donations. And now we have a new dimension where individuals that want to honor or uh, by donating uh, to the Dave and Cheryl Rose Honor Club can do so on our website. Mm. And when we say corporate, so let's say that I am a business manager or a business owner or HR or anybody, an employee in a company, I can actually form a golf team with the company, register that foursome representing the company, and the proceeds will go to the Huntsman Cancer They Hospital. all go directly to the Huntsman Cancer Foundation. This is what's so unique about our event. We're all volunteers for the foundation. And the checks are written or the deposits through our website go directly to the Huntsman Cancer Foundation. Well, there's there's so many different, like you were saying, so many different ways that you can give. And, you know, we're all trying to raise money. And so I think some people think, oh, I don't have a lot of money. And so that's I'm not going to be able to help. But there are so many uh, volunteers that give their time. Uh, there's a lot of uh, corporations that donate gifts in kind so that, uh, you know, the, the, the different giveaways that we have, that, that some of the golfers can go home with, uh, you know, a prize that they get, they go home and tell their kids, Oh, look what I want at the golf tournament. And then their kids all think, Oh, my dad's a good golfer. Nah. <laughs> it was a drawing. <laughs> it had, no, had nothing to do with hitting the ball around. But, uh, I, I do, I do think that, uh, what people want to do is they want to help and, um, there's a lot of different ways to help. Mm, I appreciate you sharing that. Yes, the donations for our prizes are made by corporations and individuals. And these are quite... And, and about $40,000 for each event that we do, plus a great swag package for the golfers. 
the golf tournament is our way of giving back to the sponsors for their generosity. And we love them dearly. Uh, another corporation who is not directly tied with the golf tournament is Culver's Restaurants. And they do a two-week fundraiser through all the restaurants in Utah from May 3rd through May 22nd where their corporations, uh, their corporation donates, well, last year $15,000 to our event. I still like to imagine you, Guy, uh, in town just walking to these businesses, right? (laughs) Well, he does. (laughs) He does. does. (laughs) He's just doing it, which is when I came back to work after uh, meeting you and and learning that this was your inspiration um, and a work of love. Go ahead. And he he is... uh, you know, I, I don't know what the percentage would be, but it'd be in the high 90s of, as far as uh, who's doing the work. And he's got some committees, and they help, and we appreciate everyone. But, you know, Guy is the one that, that drives this, and he uh, he has a formula of, of what kind of sponsors he wants at the top. And then uh, he's even broke it down to where if you just want to golf individually, he'll put you with uh, three other uh, people in a, in a foursome for uh, a donation. So... I think everybody has an opportunity to participate in, in some way or, uh, or another as a volunteer, uh, as, a, uh, as, a, as, a, as just a, a donor, someone who wants to give a donation or a prize or some type of, uh, you know, equipment from their company. Or uh, if you actually want to golf and, and, and have a great day on the course, that's also a possibility. And the, 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 the golf experience is also really unique. He's got a, a lot of... Uh, uh, you know, different uh, ways to play each hole besides the three hole-in-ones for a car. I mean, that's, that's pretty unheard of where you you have a tournament where uh, you have an opportunity to, to get a hole. I, I've never had a hole-in-one myself, but I've actually played with a couple guys who've had a hole-in-one. And, uh, <laughs> I've had some golf I, lessons, and they say, uh, you keep swinging like the softball player you were, yeah. <laughs> and you got to drop that. And yeah. oh, Rebecca, you- we're actually looking for that fourth uh Automobile on the fourth hole in one. Yeah, so contest. you car dealers along the Wasatch Front, be careful. Yeah, I'll be knocking on your door. <laughs> you'll see a big smile and yeah, you'll be wearing a coat is. and it'll say the Dave and Cheryl Rose. Uh, you know, I golf think classic. this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. At least it was for me to to go in a different direction to make and be purposeful in the things that I'm doing. It gives me an opportunity to to get out of bed every morning and and work out and then go out and and uh, work on our next event. I'm already planning 2022. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guy Rose, uh, the Utah. Can I still use that title with you, Committee Chairman of the Utah County Huntsman Ambassadors? I'm just the Committee Chairman. Okay. Yeah, and, let's do it that way. And I'm going to say I'm the founder. He's of an the extraordinary event. man that I found out lives just about a mile <laughs> from me, and I'm so glad my life crossed the path of yours it's just tremendous for me not just as a woman and a mother as a but as a cancer survivor so thank you for what you're doing i'm not gonna get any more emotional than this so dave thank you for your strength you know as people introduce the coach you know we go okay he played at university of houston he led his team right to the championship (sighs) he comes back and he's you know an extraordinary coach and i know it's not just about winning on the court it's about the young players whose lives you're touching and molding and now you and Cheryl um, dedicating some of your retirement time to help continue 
uh, the fight against cancer. It's just beautiful, Coach. Thank you. Well, thank you. you. And, and I, I, we feel that it's, uh, it's the least we can do, and, and it's quite a privilege and an honor to be able to, um, you know, in some ways, you know, we're always will represent BYU because that's kind of what we have been associated with, and, and uh, we, we love the university. We love the the fact that the team is doing so well this year, and uh, and hopefully we'll have a great run in March. But uh, excited to see, uh, you know, we will we'll participate in the Golf Expo this weekend, and, yes. uh, you know, uh, hopefully we'll recruit some people there to help with the tournament. But, uh, again, thank you so much for, for helping us in in uh, the area of your world that you're really good at that, that uh, allowed us to uh, come in and uh, and talk a little bit about our, our oh, story thank you. Here. Too short for basketball. Too bad at golf. <laughs> but I can turn a microphone on, and they call that a skill. Coach Dave Rose, thank you. We're going to see you in golf with you if we're signed up uh, for the Dave and Cheryl Rose Golf Classic coming up May 18th at the Alpine Country Club in Utah Valley. And the website to register, get on there, is golf to eradicate cancer.org guy roche thank you for what you have started and it's the fifth annual and let's hope it continues year after year thank you thank you so much rebecca and thank you both for joining us on this week's edition of utah weekly forum